Well, well, well. Hello there and welcome to A Coach's Perspective. I'm your host, Jenny Hopkins. And the show is presented to you by Great Southern Bank. They're our presenting sponsor. We're so grateful for all the teammates over at Great Southern Bank. Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience with nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs and mobile and online banking services. You're always in touch with your money. Learn more at greatsouthernbank.com, member FDIC. Other sponsors that we are very grateful for, and they are hand-picked. I am very particular with my sponsors. Um, Highland Dairy, who has the best-tasting chocolate milk, Highland Dairy. And we're very excited to have one of my sponsors in studio tonight that we'll introduce in just a moment. Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. Um, before we get to my guests in the studio, and I, I want to say thank you to Ethan Bryan. He was on the show last week, and what an incredible journey he has been on. He wrote the book, A Year of Playing Catch, and he spent 365 days playing catch with different people. And he wrote their stories, and, and it was, it is just, it's a page turner. And it's a lot of fun to read because I've read it a couple of times, and I'll bounce back and forth. Um, and and it, it was a, a great show. We really appreciate Ethan for bring, being here. If you missed it, what were you doing? Where were you? <laughs> Why were you not listening? I'll forgive you if you'll go to a acoachesperspective.com. You can listen to it under previous shows. You can also go to iTunes, Spotify, Verbal, or on Helium Satellite Radio and find it under A Coach's Perspective. All right, so first up, before I get to my studio guests, we have a fast break update. And I know that uh, Logan and Tom had a great interview with him earlier. We're very excited to have with us Evangel University. They made a big announcement today. Taking over the women's basketball program will be none other than Hall of Fame coach Jim Middleton. Congratulations, Coach. Well, James, thank you so very, very much. And i tell you what, i still got a good smile from ear to ear right now. I bet you do. And I, I'm so excited for you because you have put a lot of dots on the map in southwest Missouri. And it's um, pretty incredible what you have accomplished and um, at each one of those stops. And now to be able to take all of that and wrap it into, you know, the philosophy that you have and to take it to the valor. I'm so excited for you. Um, and, and congratulations. Well, thank, thank you so much. It's, uh, you know, it's it. I, 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 I'm sitting there stammering right now, aren't I? That's 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 not like me. <laughs> it, uh, boy, I just it's it's just really good stuff, right? It, it certainly is. I, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to play catch with that person, but but I got a chance to play catch with Dennis McDonald, the AD, and a lot of other people there, and I felt just felt right at home. I felt like I'd been playing catch for a lot of years with them. Well, that is fantastic. And and I know that you've got a lot of plans for the program. Your wheels are turning. So I'm going to invite everyone to tune in on June 14th. And June 14th, yep. we are going to dive a little deeper into your plans for Evangel. Um, we're going to be joined by Dr. McDonald, Philip Dowden, too. We're going to have, you know, we're just going to have um, a valor party right here in the studio. So on June 14th, um, I wanted to take a moment and tell you congratulations, and I encourage everybody to tune in for that, and we're going to spend the whole show talking about Evangel and the valor and all the exciting things going on there. Perfect. That's going to be a fun night. Awesome. Thanks, Coach, for taking the time to call in. It's it's always a pleasure and, and any time, and uh just uh just really be looking forward to it and and thank you uh, thank you for having me absolutely see you on june 14th 
All right, so we're going to switch gears now. We're, we're doing a two-part series, which really it could be, you know, a 30-part series. Um, this is a big topic, um, but we're doing a two-part series this week, and we're starting with, uh, we're talking about mentoring and effective leaders. Um, and we're talking with um, local champs, mentoring and leadership program, mentors and mentees. And we've got some in here from Season 5 that just wrapped a little over a month ago. Um, and I'm very excited to have in the studio. I mentioned earlier Highland Dairy is one of my sponsors, and there is um, a gentleman that is responsible for that. And I couldn't be more grateful. Um, and I want to welcome to the show Greg Stevenson. Hi, Jenny. <laughs> well, you have a lot of teammates over at Highland Dairy, and I know that's a big team. But I, I don't even, I can't think of a sporting event in Springfield where Highland Dairy is not involved. You all just do such a tremendous job supporting the community. Yeah, we're part of it. And uh, like everybody in the community, our group of people that works here at Highland Dairy is like a big family. That's wonderful. That's uh, why it's so successful here in TIA. Well, another person that is here that's been a mentor in Champs um, for several seasons since day one. Um, and I'm very excited to have her in here. She used to be the executive director at the Missouri State High School Activities Association until she moved on to the National Federation um, and and she's you know a Hall of Famer at different levels at the local level at the state level and most recently at the national level um, and of course you will recognize her voice if you ever listened to talking women's sports and I'm so happy to have in studio Becky Oaks well thank you very much Jenny glad to be here well both of you have been mentors uh, for you know five years in this program and you've done a tremendous job I'm gonna get to my mentees here in just a moment um, but, you know, a mentor is someone that um, shares with a mentee information about his or her own path, as well as provide guidance, motivation, emotional support, and role modeling. Um, how important is it, do you, do you think it is, for people to to embrace um, mentorship and to have that continual learning environment? Well, you know, I have, have thoroughly enjoyed having the opportunity to be involved with this. But I think the key to it is to... Establish that relationship with your mentee and sort of find out what is it that the mentee is looking for. And then you can begin to share thoughts and ideas and experiences that, you know, we've had as a mentor that will help strengthen that individual uh, in whatever field he or she wants to go into. But give them what I would say is give them just that little bit of edge that it's just a bit of a shortcut. You know, you don't have to learn everything through experience you get to take a little bit out of it and you know you're like okay i'm a half a step ahead i'm ready to go individualizing it is really important i like what you said about getting to know the mentee because everybody needs something different and i think that's what, that's well said anything to add to that greg yeah jenny um you know as we come into the program as a mentor that's real daunting like gee you know <laughs> And what's this mentee going to be like? And, and am I going to be adequate enough to, to be helpful, you know, for their future? You know, can I make a good impact? And really, I think that Becky would probably agree with me on this. We're the ones that get a big blessing out of this by working with the mentees. And every year, it just seems like I get a better, better, better mentee than the previous <laughs> year. But I think it also speaks highly to the education these kids are getting right now and their backgrounds. And it's multiple different locations. It's not 
just not one school. Right. We've had um, almost 15 schools now represented throughout the years, which is wonderful. We really enjoy that and being able to get to know um, you know each other from other schools well let me introduce my mentees i'm very excited to have recent class of 2023 graduate <laughs> reagan weiniger is here welcome thank you and i'm so glad that um that, that you are joining us tonight because i i want to be able to get some feedback um and and to be honest about your experience because um, when you have programs like this you want to make sure that it's valuable and that there is engagement and production um, and so I think that's one of the reasons that I have you and my other guest here. Let me go ahead and introduce him, Zayo Chateau, which, oh my goodness, you could be famous. It's such a cool name, Zayo Chateau. <laughs> um, you, so from Hillcrest High School, recent graduate, class of 2023. And I'm so excited for you as well. And you're getting ready to go over to Missouri State University, right? Yes, yes. Go Bears. Thank you. Right? Reagan is going to, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Reagan is going to Washington University, and that's very exciting as well. And you're going to pursue a a career in medicine, and I think that's wonderful. So let me ask you, I'll start with Reagan. How do you define a mentor? So I would say short and sweet. A mentor is somebody who's been there, done that. So somebody who has the experience and the exposure, somebody who can kind of guide you into whatever it may be that you're looking for. Um, But I also feel like a mentor doesn't have to be somebody, like in my case, who's in medicine. Um, I know that my mentor, who was a professor of criminology, is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. she Diane Leamy, shout out. Yes, shout out to her, <laughs> um, taught me things that I could never imagine. Um, and so I think that having the experience and the exposure, having somebody who's you know been in my shoes before, that's what I would define as a mentor. How about you, Zeo? What do you have to add to that definition? Well, she, she kind of hit the nail on the head. Okay. But um, <laughs> <laughs> for me, I feel like a mentor is just somebody who's uh, lived through the things that you're maybe living through or going to live through. And it's just somebody who has a different perspective on life that can just kind of help you straighten your path. Yeah. Makes a big difference, doesn't it? Um, And I think it's important to have that guidance in your senior year. It's a transitional year. Do you think that that's an effective time to maybe get a little extra guidance besides from family and from teachers you've had for four years? Oh, yeah. I think that the jump from senior in high school to freshman in college is huge. I think it's probably one of the biggest jumps that we'll have in our life at this point. So having that extra guidance, having somebody who's been through it and survived it, because, you know, sometimes we think this is the end of the world, but it's not, um, I think is super helpful. Um, I would say I'm a pretty nonchalant guy, so I wasn't really worried going into senior year. And then I was like, yeah, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to play football and then I'm going to go to the NFL. Then as the year started getting closer and closer to ending i was like oh shoot what am i what am i really gonna do and I, I wasn't sure and i think that having a mentor really kind of helped me like okay i could do this or i could do this know to keep my like understanding and like my projection of what i want to do open so i could have a chance to do whatever it's nice to be able to bounce things off yeah. of people for sure yeah. um and a shout out to your mentor dr rick c grave yeah. yeah that's um he did a wonderful job. I think this was his first year in the program, and he he'd acted like he'd been there the whole time. No, yeah, he was great. Yeah, he did a wonderful job. Um, all right, so I have a pretty good panel here. So we're going to take our first break, and when we come back, we're going to continue to pick their brains, and we're going to talk about the importance of not just having a mentor, but being receptive to their mentorship and how that can help in turn turn you into an effective leader. So we're going to continue our conversation with Greg Stevenson, Becky Oaks, Reagan, Weiniger, and Zayo Chateau right here on A Coach's Perspective. Hey, thanks to Great Southern Bank for being our presenting sponsor. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to A Coach's Perspective. And this segment, drum roll please, is sponsored by Highland Dairy. Highland Dairy is owned by dairy farmers, and they've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938. Hey, it's a proven fact. Scientific studies, professional dietitians, the ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk. And who has the best tasting chocolate? Everybody say it with me. Highland Dairy. And they're a proud sponsor of a coach's perspective. Um, how'd I do on that, Greg? Great. <laughs> okay, good. I need to get a good, make a good grade. <laughs> so I'm back with Greg Stevenson, Becky Oaks, um, Reagan Weiniger, and Zayo Chateau. And I, you know, we're talking about mentoring. Um, and they are all in the CHAMPS leadership program, mentoring and leadership program. And CHAMPS stands for Champion Humans and Mentoring Partnerships for Success. That took me a while to come up with that. Look out. Um, and it follows the human champion model. So, you know, when I talk about being a human champion, as I do every show, especially in the post-game talk, um, we talk about how we have all these beautiful identifiers. Everybody has something that's very unique about them that makes them who they are. And that should be celebrated. However, at the end of the day, we're all humans. Our commonality is that we are humans and we all have the ability to live like champions. And so when we talk about that human champion model, um, that's something that I think a lot of people can strive to be is to live like that human champion. Um, and we have some championship words that were always at our champs meetings that were kind of our focus. We'd have guest speakers that would be in. Um, we had some tremendous guest speakers this year. Um, we've always had some great guest speakers, but um, we have the championship words. We talk about our strength, courage, wisdom, finding serenity and adventure. And those all have a whole spiel that goes with them, which I will not take the time to do. Um, but when we have those themes, it generates conversation between mentors and mentees and how you can use these championship words. Um, Jack Hamlin was one of our speakers. Who gets chills just when I say that name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't raise your hand. They can't see you. <laughs> yeah, Jack Hamlin, a World War II veteran who's at Normandy, um, does such a tremendous job of not just delivering a message, but also with humor. Oh, and he's 101. <laughs> going on, going on like 70. He's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Um, and so he was tremendous. We had Keith Gutton. Anybody in the sports world around here know who that is? Keith Gutton? Yeah, he was one of our speakers as well as Amy Blancet. Um, and then we had Brandy Harris back, CEO of Boys and Girls Club, and she did a phenomenal job as well. So let me ask my mentors this. Um, how, you know, there's a lot of people out there like they don't even realize they are a mentor to someone or someone they, they want to try to help someone and be a mentor. How do you find that balance of giving the wisdom and helping them where you don't push too much, but you let them kind of come to you for some of it? Well, you've already used one of the four words, the wisdom part. So <laughs> I'm going to be real adventurous here and say, um, uh, takes a lot of strength to come up with the courage (laughs) that we all need especially as a mentor because just as the mentee looks at us and not really knowing who we are as a mentor we're trying to feel our way with that mentee to do the best we can and it depends on what they're interested in and also what they plan to go into most of the time I find myself telling my mentee 
not to make the mistakes that I made because I made a lot of them. And that <laughs> well, you were an official. <laughs> and, oh, oh, thanks, Just Jenny. Kidding. Coming from a coach, I appreciate that. <laughs> but I'm bummed. No. He, uh, and uh, I've had all boys through the years, and I think it's great the way you match them up with mentors and mentees. And uh, it's always been humorous, you know, in saying, hey, I messed up. I shouldn't have done this. And they go, you really did that? You know, it's like, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. did. Becky? <laughs> I, I didn't make some of those same mistakes you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, I spoken with uh, humility. Yeah, I, I uh, <laughs> mentioned earlier that you need, you know, you try to get uh, to know the mentee. But, you know, we talk about the attributes that you have as a human champion. I try to build on those because I believe that you have every every person has their own pillars in life that are their their true values, their true beliefs. Sometimes you don't know that you're really zoned in on them. So after a while where it seems like there's a good relationship there is to kind of go into that area and have the individual identify. And we don't always say well, what is it because that's like taking a quiz in my mind. Right. You know? But it's like, what is it? But don't tell me, you know. And it's like, I I got it, and but don't tell me because you you have it. Because I feel like that that is one of those things that if you really know that, if you really know yourself that way, even if you get off the path, which we're all going to get off the path, you get on the path a lot faster. And those other attributes that you have, all of these young people already have those. But I also think that it's important to. And I think this is what Greg said, we, you know, better mentees. I think we've become better mentors because we have adjusted to, well, do they text? Do they email? You know, do you stopped they, writing letters? Do they? Okay. I still, I still send a card, yes, you know. Yes, you do. You're yeah, very good to, at that. To do that and, uh, you know, so, but I, I think we, we adjust and learn what is the way that works. And the busier you are, the, quicker I better adjust to the way you like to communicate because you are so busy. And then I try to, I think, try to work with the individual that, to like, to find out they're going, they they are just, like, this far from adult, you know, right? You're just, you're right, you're right yeah. there, you know. You thought about that when you went across the graduation stage, I know. But, you know, and so we would do things, like, I always ask the mentee, okay, I came up with one way last time. It's your time to figure out how we're going to get together, how we're going to communicate, how we're going to talk, how we're going to go get coffee or whatever. But I'm just telling you, I'm not sitting there in front of Jenny Hopkins when she says, did you make contact with your mentee this month? <laughs> and we come up empty. You know, no, no bags going to be empty. Yeah, you will lose points on your side. But yeah, that, that, that is true. But I, but I really do feel yes. that way is let help. We share what we have, but we help them identify what their true strengths are and have the courage to really use those things because it's provided success now. It's going to continue to provide success. And I couldn't be more grateful for the mentors because this program is successful because of the mentors and the people that you have in it. And I wanted, I, I do want to say um, that it's not always easy navigating some of that. You know, and you're navigating meeting someone for the first time. Um, you're, you know, you're trying to impart wisdom on them. Um, but let me ask my, my mentees, but tell me what is it about being, re- how can you be um, receptive? You just met this person, and even though all of my mentors are hand-picked, 
um, and they have a tremendous resume, um, and they've all been successful in their own rights. Um, but, you know, you are just meeting them for the first time. I'm going to start with Zayo on this question. How do you um, get yourself ready to be a little bit receptive to their... Um, I can't speak for the people who are introverts, but for me as a person who's extroverted and <laughs> likes to talk, I, I mean, I would say it was kind of easy because, I mean, I like to talk a lot. So my mentor and I, we kind of just really got into it like the first time we've seen each other. And it was just a great time. But um, other than the fact of just talking with each other, like, it's free knowledge that you have a chance to take, um, and it's kind of your choice. Is really if you don't if you don't want that knowledge, then you can decide to just let whatever he says go in one ear and out the other, or you can let that stuff stay in your head and use it to better yourself. So you're saying they can lead you to water, but right. you have to drink it. Right. That is awesome. I love that. I'm going to figure out how to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> That's really good. Reagan? So I would say more on the introverted side of things. Um, I actually missed the first champs meeting because I had a college visit. So it was kind of awkward meeting my mentor for the first time, right? I walk into the coffee shop, have no idea who I'm looking for. <laughs> but it's it's something like that, like an icebreaker, where then it's like, you know, you meet. And I think that Zayo had a great point that it's like, you can listen and I mean, it's your job to listen, right? And hear what they have to say because we all know different things. And so my mentor and I often joke that it's like we are each other's mentors and mentees in our own ways because we all have our own strengths. We all have our own weaknesses and we learn from each other. Um, and so I think that's the big thing is like knowing that you can learn from someone else and accepting the fact that, you know, maybe you don't know it all because none of us do um, and realizing that we all have our own strengths and weaknesses and somebody can help bring those out of you. And also, I mean, well, as we're part of this program, you might as well make the best of it. Oh, love that. Exactly. You know, it's one hour a month where everybody meets together. And in between meetings, the mentor and mentee have some contact. Mm -hmm. But I love that. I mean, make the best of it um, in that one hour and, and take what you can out of it. That's great advice. Great advice. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I, I was just complimenting my mentors. Who are they? Look at these <laughs> mentees. <laughs> That's what we said. I know, right? Yeah, incredible. And I do have to give a shout-out to this year's mentee class. Uh, you guys were, were tremendous to work with. Um, but, you know, it, it. I love what you say about leading to water. Um, they, you've got to drink it. you got to make that choice. And I think that's a really important message for all listeners to hear is, is you're going to be coached. You're going to be taught. You're going to be instructed. Um, you've got to be receptive to that to make the best of it. And everybody has strengths and weaknesses. And sometimes it's your time to shine. Sometimes it's your, your time to listen and absorb. So, wow. Okay, they're pretty incredible. All right, we're going to take our next break. We'll be right back with Greg Stevenson, Becky Oaks, Zayo Chateau, and Reagan Weiniger. Uh, we're talking about the Champs Mentoring and Leadership Program, um, and we are so grateful, again, for Highland Dairy for sponsoring this segment, and to Greg and Melinda Burnett as they support local and thoughtful radio. We'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. by Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar. Hey, they know cars, they know trucks, they know SUVs, they know service, and they definitely know how to keep their customers happy and loyal. I've been one of them for over 25 years. Call Kelly Grant 
and Shane Rainey, they will take care of you. They will find what you're looking for. They'll do a coast-to-coast search, and they really take the stress out of buying a new vehicle. 417-326-7671. Also, thanks to West Logging. Uh, 50 years of experience. Call Danny West for a free consultation. He's going to treat your land like his own. You can find him at westlogging.com. And we want to thank Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance for also sponsoring this segment. So we're back with Greg Stevenson and Becky Oaks and Reagan Weiniger and Zayo Chateau. And we're talking about mentoring and leadership and how important it is to not just be a mentor, but be receptive to that mentorship. Um, and I want to talk a little bit to, to my mentees for a second about not just being receptive, but um, what do you think is more powerful in an effective leader, words or actions? I would say I think I'm going to go with the cliche phrase here of actions speak louder than words. Um, I think that it's easy to say things, but it's a lot harder to do them. And so having a mentor who would say one thing and then follow through with it um, is a lot more impactful to me, at least, um, than having a mentor who says something and then, you know, doesn't necessarily follow through with it. Excellent. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I I mean, I would agree with her and say that actions are probably more important than your words because... uh, I mean, it's it's one thing to see somebody do something, and then it's it's another to have hear them do hear them say it, and then you might I mean you might not be there, and they don't do it. So. And you you know you both have had some wonderful coaches, you've had some wonderful teachers. If they would just say they were going to do this, but not really follow through, how much respect would you have been given to them? Not oh, very uh, much. Yeah. Very much. But when they follow through, like they've right. done, and you all have been very fortunate with that, mm-hmm. it makes a big difference mm-hmm. it does so but what does that say to to you so does that um how are you going to apply that in your life are you going to walk the walk more yeah i, I mean i i would say that that does help me to see and build a better understanding of okay so if i'm if i, if I say something i need to do it or if i'm gonna just do it I'm, i need to do it so people see that i'm really about what i say or about what i am yeah, I think sometimes it's hard to walk the walk in certain situations, but I feel like having um, mentors who show you, like, hey, walking is more important than talking. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it has an impact, and so it shows you what you want to be like versus what you don't want to be like. So so let's talk about comfort zones, shall we? Mm-hmm. Comfort zones are always fun to talk about, right? <laughs> um, tell me what it's you know like to get out. There are things that you do sometimes in life that are uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, just plain and simple. How do you get out of your comfort zone or encourage yourself to get out of your comfort zone in order to grow? Ooh, that's hard. Um, <laughs> I mean, no matter how much of a social person I am, speaking in front of a lot of people is still one of those things that's like, oh, shoot, like that's hard. And I, I would say that for me, probably just getting into it, just say what I got to say, like just jump into it. And I mean, it's going to be over soon so you might as well just do it <laughs> yeah i agree with Zayo. i think sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith and sometimes you're going to land on your feet and sometimes you're going to land on your face and that's okay because everybody else does the same thing right. um and i think sometimes we forget that like everybody else has gone through this and so like just because we failed this time mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we're going to fail next time so we have to keep putting ourselves out there and like not have this fear of failure that unfortunately a lot of us do in our generation right, right. that's a very good point very good point um, I think, you know, one of the things uh, I think is really important is when you get out of your comfort zone and maybe you do fail, what is one thing that we talked about, um, Greg, um, at Champs meeting? How can What can you do with that failure? You can fail forward. 
There or we go. Fall fail forward. forward. Totally. And I am putting that I on a shirt. Give that, <laughs> give that credit to Mike Woody, a good friend of mine. Yes, Mike Woody. Uh, he was actually a speaker for Champs and then um, enjoyed the program, enjoyed being there, and, and asked to be a mentor and couldn't be more grateful for his involvement as well. And, and say, oh, by the way, you're doing just fine. <laughs> you are doing just Thank fine. <laughs> so, so let's, um, you know, being in a comfort zone, I want to ask the mentors, is it hard sometimes to be a mentor? You're meeting these kids. They're not in your family. You don't know them. You don't know, you, you're just meeting them for the first time. You know, you're living in your adult world and your professional life and your personal life, and then here you're branching out. How hard is it for you all to get out of your comfort zone? I kind of like to have a little education about my mentee before I meet them. And then I come to the point where I have to decide, now am I going to scare them to death in this first meeting? (laughs) Or or am I going to be Mr. Confidant and, you know, this is going to go really well, you know, so... (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a thought that a thought process that we go through in preparation to meet that first mentee and it seems like every year we do it it's the same but it's a lot different because of the individual and uh, it's something I look forward to next year again Jenny. Yeah, the personalization of it as well, Becky. Oh my gosh. Uh I think when you when you first meet your mentee for me, it's like, oh my, because these are such outstanding individuals. Yes. I mean, they really, really are. And, um, you know, I make no joke about this. I think the first three years, everybody you gave me was just this super writer and with grammar and everything and listen to me talk. And, you know, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, okay, so we're going to start off pretty well with our conversations uh, with some of that. But, uh, no, I think it, it really is. It's just as intimidating for us. Uh, you know, and I, I look at it and I think, so what am I going to do? I'm going to tell them, you want to hear a story about my grandkids? I mean, you know, <laughs> right. uh, but it, you know, so it's, it is that thing of not delving too much into the good old days or trying to keep up with, with what's going on and, uh, you know, being able to ask. And I will say every, not just the minty I've been paired with each time, but any of the young individuals, these these young men and women have all been able to really articulate where they are and what are issues with them and what are things that they want to see. And, you know, that makes me feel so good, it makes me feel so good of, of what's there. So keep it up, y'all. <laughs> there you go. Just, you know, it's a, it's a compliment yeah. to the program, Jenny, that all of these mentees are probably in the top 3% of their class from their schools and it's really you know uh, <laughs> kind of like <laughs> becky said is it's a real uh setback when you know that you weren't in the top three percent of your class <laughs> you know. daunting daunting yes. <laughs> <laughs> well and, and i think a lot of you know a lot of people will say how do you pick the mentees and um, i have point people in each school that know the program understand the program and they help with that um, they help with you know those leaders that um you know, that they think will benefit from the program. But then I also take referrals from the current champs class for the next year's class. Um, and that's where I got over half of our mentees this year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are refer, it's a referral basis, but I think that is something as well. And there is an application online. If, if someone is listening and they're interested, you can go to a coachesperspective.com under the champs tab 
and you can look at um, the mission and the origin, and you can see some of our meetings, and you can apply as well. Um, so, Zayo, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. You you're good at football. You're really good. <laughs> Thank you. Right? You you're a talented um, athlete. You're fast. You're quick, and you've got good instincts. However, you've you've screwed up before, right? Right. You've made mistakes. Mm-hmm. So how do you get over some of those challenges? Because I think, um, and Reagan said it, I'm going to use her words so that nobody in your generation can get mad at me. <laughs> but I think sometimes there's a little bit of perfectionism in, um, with your age group. Like you're not allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. Um, but you are. Yeah. So, I mean, as an athlete, as somebody who's been playing sports all their life, I feel like a lot of things that I learn on the field or on the court, it, uh, I get to take those in use them in, in my real life outside of sports. And one of those things that a coach has said to me was have a quick memory. So baseball, you might have a bad at, you might have a bad at bat, but you don't want to take, you don't want to take being down from that at bat to the next at bat. Cause it's probably going to mess with you because being at, at bat is in between your head. And so like in real life, you got to kind of, when you're facing a challenge, you just got to, Forget about what just happened and just kind of move on. In Ted Lasso language, anybody out there watch Ted Lasso? Be a goldfish. Be a goldfish. Right. Ten second right. memory, yeah. right? I, I, anytime my coach says that, I think about Dory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just keep swimming. Yeah. 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 That's right. I love that. John. That's great advice. Reagan, what about you? Because, uh, Reagan, I can't even begin to list your entire resume and how talented you are. Everything that you put your mind to, you um you take on with a hundred percent effort and you do such an amazing job and it's impressive it's very impressive but let's be honest you've made mistakes too oh absolutely right so how do you handle those so i would say that i probably fall on that perfectionist scale i want to do everything a hundred percent and if i get a 99 that's not good enough right and so i had that mindset for a long time and then sophomore year i came to greenwood and one of my teachers told me that i actually learn better when i fail So when I miss a question on a test, I know I'm never going to miss that same question again because it sticks with me, right? The stuff that I know, I know, but the stuff that I don't know, well, now I know it. And so I think I've kept that mindset with me through the rest of my high school career, and I will take that to Washi with me as well in the sense that it's okay to fail, and failing actually helps you in the long run. So I think that's probably been my biggest asset throughout school. Um, You know, I still go, try to go above and beyond on everything, but I've accepted that, you know, I don't have to be 100% on everything. That is profound. That's a profound <laughs> transition for you. Yeah. And it wasn't comfortable, was it? Oh, absolutely not. Right. Um, but it paid off. Yes. Um, helped your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I, I see often um, with with students that are, that are around your all's age is, is that um, that expectation that ha- they feel like the bar is so high and they can't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, I'm going to open a can of worms here, do you think that has anything to do with social media? Uh, yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah absolutely yeah i think yeah. social media makes everything worse in that sense that it's like you see somebody else and you're like well i can do that you know right. you're comparing yourself to others when in reality the only person that you have to be better than is yourself yeah, yeah. i mean she said it I, social media just kind of really puts a expectation that shouldn't be there on you just because you're like oh that person did that and this person did that i want to do something that everybody's like oh I want to try that. Like, it just puts unrealistic expectations on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, I, ha- I had a, g- a guest 
in one time, a Hillcrest graduate, Hall of Fame baseball player from Drury University, Justin Skinner was on, wrote a book on professional failure, and he talked about um, how he has used failure to be successful. And you hear that oftentimes. I mean, you all know Michael Jordan got cut when he was a sophomore from varsity. And, you know, and look at what he did and what he accomplished. We all know those stories of, of failure. Why do you think it's so difficult um, for your peers um, and for you to really grasp failure and, and to be able to make mistakes and be okay with it? I think that to a certain extent, we think that failure is embarrassing, that like if our peers can do it, then we should be able to do it. And so I think that sometimes when we fail and we open up to other people, like, you know, hey, I didn't necessarily get the grade I wanted on the calc test, but then your friend who's in the same, you know, who went through everything with you got a better grade, right? So it's like, well, maybe I should have studied harder. And so there's always that, like, what if? Like, what if I would have done something differently? And so I think that's what makes failure hard is it's like you have to know that you did your best and you put your best foot forward. But sometimes when you don't succeed, you question whether you did or not. And then I, I would say uh, with failure, like, you think about, oh, what what is everybody else going to think about me? Like, what are people going to say? Like, I think your mind gets so consumed in what others are going to say when you do fail that you just forget, like, you could learn something from failing. Right. And that kind of just takes over. Yes. Comments, likes, shares. Right. You get caught up in any of that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. I think yeah. our whole generation does, yeah. Right. Okay, well, stop. <laughs> there we go. It's so, yeah. I wish it was that easy. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I know it's hard. I know it is difficult. I know it's challenging. I validate that a hundred percent. Because even as adults, you know, we we, we definitely um, we don't want to fail. We're adults. We're supposed to have all this experience, but but we do. We make mistakes. Um, not as many as officials do, but we make. No, I'm kidding, Greg. <laughs> I'm just joking. Wow. <laughs> just kidding. Ow. I know. Officials well, learn. I know, right? Well, actually, that's my segue to ask, you know, Greg, you know, as an official, let's switch your hat from mentor to official, which that's a that's a mentoring role, too, in all honesty. Um, you know, there you have you make a mistake. Whoo, people let you know about it. How do you how do you you handle that? You want me to be specific about a mistake, Jenny? Or? Well, no, just any, no, because you never gave me a technical, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, we got close sometimes. <laughs> you know, you behave very well. Oh, you did. Thank you. Because uh, you were a good official. <laughs> no, uh, uh, that part, that's a totally different story away from this, but uh, officials become mentors for other officials, right. too. Right. And uh, in that process, uh, I think the truth, the honesty of call what you see, not what you hear, not what the fans say, not what the coaches say, but call what you see. And I think in our life, as we live our lives, you know, you have to have good eyesight, you know, as you make decisions for your future. So. Uh, you know, not just call what you see as an official, but uh, do the right thing. Call, call what you see as a human. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. And then, and then, you know, you have to walk the walk. You have to be a mentor when you are an official. You have to have a professional presence about you. Um, and you know, Becky, the s same question: if there was a, um, is if there is a way to to express how it's okay to make a mistake as long as you learn from it, and you become wiser. What advice would you have on those levels? Well, we talk about failure. I, I, I think I my mindset is I try. I don't really deal with failure. 
I deal with I made a mistake, I didn't do it as well as it could be done or should be done. And the only way I probably really am going to, you know, it's going to sink in and I personally am going to do better is I've had to, had a pretty good dose of I didn't quite do it the right way. And then I go and I learn and I work and I do. So I don't, I mean, I know we have failure. We, you know we what do. we call that in basketball? Rebound put back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, you know, but, but I mean, I think it, you, you do have failure, but I, I guess I just don't dwell on the failure part of it. Right. And I really do. I look at, I'm not in the social media group, but believe me, when I was working, we had to do, oh, we got to get all these likes. We got to do all these things. And then what I realized was is that really, if you think about it, it with your peers, they get a chance to pick the right photo, stage the right photo, come up with the right words, have their double life. You know, I ah, forget it. You know, you know what you're doing and you were with them and you said it wasn't that way at all. So, you know, I think you just have to, to deal with that. But I, I agree with Greg. You, you try to do things. The line of work I was in was always, it was in athletics and activities and being, you know, administrative. But the whole big thing was I never, I feel pretty comfortable. I never really lost focus that everything that I did was to give a better experience for young people. So when they came out of high school, they had more tools in the toolbox to enjoy life and be successful. And you did just that. So thank you for that. Appreciate that. Um, you know, we've given social media kind of a bad rap, but there are some good things about social media. So what, what do you like about social media, um, Zayo? Um, I mean, if you're somebody who has FOMO, you're missing out if you don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> social media could just kind of keeps down. you in the loop. So I mean, I, they're not really, they're not really a big reason that social media is yeah, fun, but it does it keep you in the loop. Keeps you in the loop and it shows you what your friends are doing and stuff like that. So I would say that I'm grateful for it because it allows us to have connections that we wouldn't otherwise have. So I would say that social media, in that sense of being able to reach out and meet people that you wouldn't otherwise be able to meet, I mean, it's incredibly beneficial. Can be it can be definitely there's a lot of positives to it, yeah. but how it's just like mentoring, you get to receive. I'm going to go back to what Zayo said at the beginning. You can let go in one ear and out the other, or mm-hmm. you can keep it in your brain. Mm-hmm. That's uh, your choice, and I think that's got to you got to develop that internal filter to be able to know um, you know what to take and what to let go. Right. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg and Becky, thank you for being here. Thank you for being mentors and part of the Champs program. I thoroughly appreciate appreciate everything that you do in that. It's an honor. Uh, a great, great, great opportunity. Well, this this flew by way too fast. So I, I'd love to have you all back on again to, to talk about um, champs and continuing that. But thank you for what you do. And um, Reagan, I know you're getting ready to head off to Washington University. Congratulations on your graduation. And um, I wish you the best in your future endeavors. I have zero doubt you're going to be successful there will be tough times, but you're going to fight through those. You're a warrior. Well, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> well, and, and Zayo, I know you are a warrior. I saw you hit on the, on the football field. You are very tough, um, and I, I really appreciate you coming in and sharing your insights and yeah. your perspectives. Thanks for having me. Well, we're gonna we're gonna kind of slide over into our post game talk. Our post game talk is sponsored by Story Construction. Story Construction they've been providing high quality industrial and commercial construction since 1966. Family owned and operated. Go to Story dot com s t o r e e dot com for more information. And don't forget, you can always go to a coachesperspective dot com for show lineups, previous shows, and information. Um, subscribe, and you'll be put into a, a drawing. 
and we have uh, also Facebook and Twitter that you can find us on. Next week, we are going to continue uh, with our Champs Leadership Program. We have John and Diane Leamy here. Uh, John Leamy, former men's basketball coach, or excuse me, former men's Whoops. soccer coach. <laughs> soccer coach at Missouri State University, a Hall of Fame coach, and his wife, Diane Leamy, who is a criminology professor at Missouri State University. Jamie Alford will be here. Um, and we, we we're going to have, again, a conversation, and we're going to generate um, their from their perspective. So go to a acoachesperspective.com. If you also um, want to give a shout-out to a sports dad, we're going to do a Father's Day special the week after that. So give us a shout-out there. Now for your post-game talk. Okay, so here we go. Of course, you know what tonight's post-game talk is going to be about and what your challenge for the week is going to be. We've been talking about mentors, and there has to be someone that you have thought about that is in, has an influence on you. If you are able, reach out to them. Reach out to them and express gratitude on their guidance. If you're unable, remember them and share with others and give back in their honor as they were a strong mentor to you. You want to embrace the lessons and the impressions that were instilled to you Share that throughout the life and with others, and also never stop learning. Grasp on to all the wisdom that you can have. And may we all have the courage to use our strength to take adventures and seek serenity and embrace wisdom along our path. That's how champions do it. And I'm going to remind you, as I do each and every week, be a good human and live your life like a champion. Live like a human champion. This is Jenny Hopkins, and this has been A Coach's Perspective.